Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, guys? In case you haven't heard, Blue Wire Studios just dropped their first original podcast, Golden Goal. The show gives you 10-minute episodes all about soccer legends and the moments that made them. Whether you're just learning about soccer for the first time or a diehard fan, this podcast is a great listen for everyone. The final two episodes are live right now or binge the entire season to learn about your favorite soccer stars. Check out Blue Wire's Golden Goal, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Blue Wire. It's exciting to win money. Back out to Allen. History final. Is there anything you don't gamble on? Uh, not really. Gambling gods, fickle bunch. Oh yeah, so easily offended. Gambling's not your problem. You're just an idiot. And on that note, we welcome you in to an opening day version of Full Slate, a Blue Wire gambling podcast. My name is Greg Frank, flying solo, and you can tell I'm just a little bit jacked up for the start of the baseball season as we sit here on Thursday morning, July the 23rd. We record uh, to preview the opening night games uh, and look ahead to opening day tomorrow, Friday, all throughout the afternoon and evening. We have baseball, uh, and it feels good to know that sports are on the way back, at least at the professional level. Major League Baseball getting underway today and tomorrow. Another golf event going on, the 3M Open in Minnesota. It is fun to know that by this time next week, we will be closing in on the return of the National Hockey League and the National Basketball Association, even though they're already playing exhibitions in the NBA. Full competitive games in the NBA and the NHL are getting close as well. 
uh, and hopefully we can get things off the ground safely with football both at the NFL and collegiate level. So sports are coming back, which means there's no better podcast to listen to than Full Slate if you want to line your wallets with a little bit of green as we get back to the fun that is watching sports. And we're going to talk baseball, as I said on today's pod, as Major League Baseball gets its season underway tonight in the nation's capital with the Washington Nationals playing host to the New York Yankees. And then they go out west for the L.A. Dodgers hosting the San Francisco Giants, an arch rivalry renewed there in the city of Angels. So let's get right to it with the first game. And I'm going to give out five picks for the games today and tomorrow. I have one pick on the games today, uh, and then I have four other sides that I like tomorrow. I like a total in one of the games today. Uh, I'll just start because there's only two. I don't actually have anything on the New York Yankees and the Washington Nationals in the way of a pick. Yankees are uh, a favorite of about $1.35, $1.40, depending on where you shop. I will admit the idea of getting Max Scherzer at plus money with the Washington Nationals was pretty intriguing. Uh, And read into it as you may, but the uh, exhibition games saw Scherzer last week uh, against the Phillies really get hit around pretty hard. So uh, I, I think you have to look at it some in some way, shape, or form. And the Yankees, we know, have a good lineup. Uh, $1.33 is what I'm seeing on the New York money line, plus 123 for the Nationals. As I said, I would lean to the Nationals. They obviously know the starter, Garrett Cole, from the World Series last year. Of course, Garrett Cole knows them. She depends on how you look at that. Total of 7.5 is a little harder even for me to really pick a side on because we have uh, two elite starting pitchers, but we don't know how far they're going to go, and that's something that's difficult to really make. You know, I like to take first five totals because you can just look at starting pitching, but I think that's something that I might kind of veer away from a little bit uh, as we start the season here because we just don't know how deep these pitchers are going to go. I did see Aaron Boone emphasize that Garrett Cole could be stretched out to 80, 100 pitches. So I think it's more of a wait-and-see approach for me. It seems like there's some weather, perhaps, that could get in the way of things in the nation's capital tonight, some light rain, hopefully nothing too serious. But obviously, that can always throw a wrench in your bets if you have a rain delay, starting pitchers get knocked out. We know that the Nationals overcame some bad bullpen issues last year to win the World Series. Um, And so it just is, uh, there's not a lot of, obviously there's not a lot of known quantities at all right now in life or in sports. Uh, But with uh, these starting pitchers and and how long they're going to go, it's not enough for me to feel confident. Oraldis Chapman obviously had tested positive for the coronavirus uh, and he is not going to be available for the Yankees out of the bullpen. So uh, that's another concern uh, when you're thinking about how to handicap this. Does that make Aaron Boone more likely to stretch out Garrett Cole as well? Because let's remember, while it is the first game of the season, it is a sprint. And obviously every game carries that much more weight. So I don't have anything here. Uh, if you stuck a gun to my head and said make a pick, I would lean to the Nationals just because anytime I can get Max Scherzer without... 
paying any juice. I know there's not going to be fans there, but first game in the nation's capital after they won the World Series last year against a pitcher that they're familiar with. Uh, certainly the Nationals more familiar with Garrett Cole, at least recently, than the Nationals, Max Scherzer. I'm sorry, than the Yankees are with Scherzer. So that would be another reason that would make me look at the Nationals a little bit. But again, nothing strong enough for a play. Going to be sitting this one out. Looking forward to watching Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer tonight, though, in D.C. I want to move forward and go to the... Uh, second game of the night out west, which is where my first play on this pod lies, and it is a total, actually, as the San Francisco Giants visit the L.A. Dodgers in one of the best rivalries in baseball, and another pretty tasty pitching matchup here, at least if you've been following baseball in the last decade, you know these two names for sure. Clayton Kershaw, of course, toes the rubber for the Dodgers. Johnny Cueto, for the San Francisco Giants. Johnny Cueto, one of my favorite pitchers in the game, has always been a fun watch, has had trouble staying healthy in recent years with the Giants. Uh, So how will he hold up in a short season? Obviously, the Giants expected to be towards the seller in the National League West, whereas the Dodgers just locked up Mookie Betts yesterday, and they are thoroughly expected to compete for the World Series championship. Of course, they were right there. They've been right there quite a few years. Now, excuse me, and I mentioned those Nationals obviously knocking them out in Game 5 in the Division Series last year at Chavez Ravine. So it's Dodgers and the Giants, uh, and obviously no surprise here with a World Series contender in the Giants, I'm sorry, in the Dodgers, and a cellar dweller in the Giants. We have a very steep money line on the L.A. Dodgers Basically a $3 favorite. Uh, basic rule of thumb in betting baseball, I would never lay much more than $1.65, $1.70 on a full game money line because we've seen this before and the Action Network had a good article up about targeting divisional underdogs because the teams know each other very well and, you know, let's just take a normal 162-game season. You're going to have 18 games normally about for the uh, division opponents. So let's just take the Dodgers and Giants. In a normal season, they play each other 18 times, let's say. The Giants might only win five of five or six of those games, but that might be enough given the prices you're getting to make the Giants even on the money lo- or even money bet if you bet them every game on the money line. So you don't need them to win as much, obviously, when you're getting 2-1, to 3-1 to one sometimes on these money lines. Uh, and obviously, division games, as I said, so you have that familiarity factor. But also, I, I just think the other reason why these divisional dogs can sometimes be interesting when they're at big prices is baseball is the one sport, I think, of the major sports where the stars can really just look pedestrian or below average on any given day. I mean, we've seen Clayton Kershaw time and time again in the postseason fail to deliver, but just in general, I mean, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, any given day could go 0 for 4 with a couple strikeouts, you know, and so that makes it even more appealing sometimes when you have these to fade these big favorites. Not that I'm doing it here, but just the rule of thumb in baseball. Last year, remember, we saw this wasn't a division game, but the Detroit Tigers came in and and went to Houston against Verlander and beat the Astros at better than 4 to 1 on the money line. So, definitely uh, I think 
just rule of thumb betting in general, you don't want to you want to try and mitigate the juice. Uh, but for sure, in these baseball games where we know that even the best of the best on any given day can look very mundane and pedestrian, you want to stay away from those uh, high juice prices. So as I said, I don't have anything on the side here. I do like the total in this second game of the night, and I'm going to play it under eight. I'm going to go with the full game total. As I said, normally I gravitate to first five innings totals because you can just handicap the starting pitching. You don't have to worry about any bullpen nonsense. Uh, But I'm going to go with the full game under eight. couple things. I mentioned Johnny Cueto, obviously, and his health issues the last few seasons, Tommy John surgery. Uh, But the Dodgers have historically been an opponent where he has pitched pretty well against. And and it's I don't think he's going to be, again, no fans, but I don't think the opening day bright lights of Dodger Stadium against a team like the Dodgers are a big problem for Cueto. In his career, 3.53 earned run average in 119 innings against the Dodgers, 103 strikeouts to 31 walks, and a 1-1-4 whip. That's pretty good, obviously. The Dodgers, the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of young talent be pumped in to the major league level, so not a ton of hitters necessarily that Cueto has faced that make up those numbers. But at the same time, I just think that you're not going to have to worry. We're going to get to this more with some of my Friday picks, but you're not going to have to worry about Cueto necessarily uh, having some jitters. Uh, I think he'll be just fine, and I think he'll be able to go five or six strong for the Giants. Then, obviously, Clayton Kershaw, uh, we know what he's capable of, particularly in the regular season. And Kershaw, last season, made four starts against the Giants, only made more starts against the Padres uh, of any opponent. And opponents slashed uh, 225 batting average, 286 on base, and just a 296 slugging percentage. So that's really important, too, when you're betting a total, especially when you're betting it under. Of course, slugging percentage highlights the extra base hits, and 296 is a very low opponent slugging percentage. So, uh, you know, doesn't seem like we're going to have to worry about a crooked number being thrown up the board for the Giants tonight uh, when most of their hits against Kershaw have been singles. So uh, pitchers, particularly Kershaw, with recent history, as I just alluded to there, against the Giants has been pretty strong. Makes me think that we can get through five or six in a low-scoring game. And then we do have to look at the bullpens because I am betting a full game total. The Giants last year were fourth in baseball in bullpen ERA. Now, the Giants have lost some key relievers from a year ago. Obviously, Will Smith is a member of the Atlanta Braves now. He was their best reliever. Reyes Maranta is injured, a serious injury too, so he's not going to be there. Uh, But I will say the Giants manager is Gabe Kapler. I watched him very closely. I'm a Phillies fan. He managed the Phillies in 2018 and 2019. One of his strengths, I thought, was managing the bullpen and getting the most out of the arms he had available. So I still think that he will be able to push the right buttons if we are in a close game late and at least be able to minimize the offensive production for the Dodgers. And the Dodgers were also top five in 2019 in bullpen ERA. Uh, and a lot of those top relievers are back. Kenley Jansen, uh, Joe Kelly. Uh, they added Blake Trinan, uh, who is a, a chance to be a, a low-cost upside addition to their bullpen. And another thing I read about the Dodgers is that they are known to shuffle players from AAA to the Major League Baseball uh level and and throw them in the bullpen their pitchers and and the Dodgers I mentioned their young talent that they've groomed and gotten through the minors a lot of these guys are homegrown players that they have with the exception of bets a lot of their stars came through their system 
and and they're just an excellent player development staff. So I think, especially in a short season where you have this 60-player pool, uh, the Dodgers' depth uh, will probably help them. And it sounds like that also will play uh, to some young arms in the bullpen. So uh, I think we got two solid bullpens here, at least solid from a year ago. Uh, Makes me feel confident that we're going to get two good outings from the starting pitchers and the bullpens are not going to screw us over. At $1.10, standard juice, I'm going to go under 8 in the second game of opening night. Let's take a break, and then I'm going to move forward with the rest of my picks for Friday's slate. I have four picks to get to on the other side. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is finally kicking off this week, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. On the entertainment side, Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team to bring you a brand new segment, The Ice is Right. Floyd talks about all his jewelry and gives you the chance to bet on the cost of his bling to win some great prizes. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's the promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. And we are back here on Full Slate. Greg Frank, flying solo. You can get me and all of my gambling picks on Twitter at UndercoverGreg. Already underway in the 3M Open. I've been betting the golf pretty regularly uh, on the weekends. A hat tip to the PGA, by the way. Uh, Over a month now, they've been going uh, back on the tour. And and it seems like uh, they've found their way through some positive tests uh, and been able to keep things rolling. So that's a positive sign. And hopefully uh, that can continue relatively unscathed. 3M Open this weekend in Blaine, Minnesota. And in just a couple weeks now, we will have major championship golf with the PGA Championship in uh, early August. Let's get back to some more picks, though. We already talked about the first two games on Friday. I have, no, I'm sorry, on Thursday, tonight. No play in the uh, Nationals-Yankees game for me. I do like the under eight in the Giants and Dodgers. Let's move forward and get to some Friday picks now. And I'm actually going to start with the first game on Friday's slate. And that is the New York Mets hosting the Atlanta Braves. Obviously, we're going to be hearing a lot of uh, division rivalries uh, and and just division games with this shortened season. Uh, And so we have Jacob DeGrom on the hill for the Mets. And he'll go against Mike Soroka for the Atlanta Braves, one of the better young pitchers in Major League Baseball. Uh, And this game taking place in Queens at Citi Field. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the side here because that's where I am interested. As we have the Mets laying about $1.37 I am seeing to back them. Uh, and you can get a plus price of about plus 130, plus 125 on the Atlanta Braves. Uh, and I actually do like the road dog here. I'll get more into the Braves in a minute, but let's just start with the Mets. I think this has been well documented over the last couple of seasons. While Jacob DeGrom has won back-to-back National League Cy Young Awards, they have not hit for him. And if you just blindly faded the Mets in every single DeGrom start, the last two years, 
He's made 32 starts in each season. So that's 64 DeGrom starts the last two years in which he won the Cy Young. If you just faded the Mets in every game, you'd be 36 and 28. Straight up. So obviously consider some of the prices that you'd be getting. It's a nice unit unit profit that you would have on the way back. Uh, and, and obviously the well-documented problem for the Mets the last couple of years has been the bullpen. They have not been able to support DeGrom, hold leads for DeGrom. It has really been a tough scene for the Cy Young Award winner the last two years, and he won the award, so maybe not that tough. Uh, but obviously the W's not piling up at the same rate they would for other Cy Young Award pitchers. And then as far as 2020, he's coming off back tightness, and he w- did not get that exhibition start that some of the a lot of these other pitchers that are pitching on opening day for their teams have had at the end of last week when they started on a Saturday or a Sunday and now they're able to come back on normal rest. The Grom didn't have that, so that right there makes me think, eh, you know, are we getting the same pitcher? What are we getting early on? You know, if the back kind of becomes a problem the first few innings, is he even going to be able to pitch that much because he didn't make that start, even if he's fine? Are the Mets going to say, this is our best pitcher, we just lost Marcus Stroman, who knows how long he'll be out, uh, so we got to be careful with this guy. So I could see a scenario in which DeGrom only goes three, four, no more than five innings. And so when you're talking about DeGrom possibly being out of this game early, that just makes me like the Braves even more. Uh, let's get to them now. And Mike Soroka is the starting pitcher for Atlanta. Two six eight earned run average last year for the youngster. Finished 6th in National League Cy Young Award voting. 2nd in National League Rookie of the Year voting. And so even if I was getting a fully healthy, no-limit Jacob DeGrom, and they were just saying, you're our guy, ball's yours today. If you can get us nine innings, we'll certainly let you go that far. Even if I was getting that DeGrom today, or tomorrow, which I'm not, then I'm inclined to think that Soroka is good enough, on one game at least, to match DeGrom pitch for pitch. Obviously, if I'm building a team, I'd rather have DeGrom, but this kid's legit for Atlanta. And so I think he can definitely go toe-to-toe with DeGrom tomorrow afternoon at City Field. And then you're going to get me into the late innings. Will Smith won't be available for Atlanta. I mentioned him last year with the Giants. He's in that Braves bullpen now. But you're going to get me into the late innings with two teams whose bullpens really both at times last year experienced some problems. But you're going to give me into the late innings with just the overall better team in the Atlanta Braves. And there's no doubt that I want to take the Braves at a plus price. So I like the Braves side here. Uh, And really all there is to it is I don't expect this game to be over after five, six innings where you would think the Mets would have their advantage. And so you're going to give me plus $1.30 is what I got on the Braves. Uh, I'm definitely going to take it. And one thing on sides, 
one thing I like to do at least. Um, I will often only, this is important when you're betting baseball, you have to specify often, do you want action regardless of the starting pitchers? Do you only want action if one starting pitcher of the two makes his scheduled start? Or do you only want action if both starting pitchers make their start? Normally, I won't take both. Like, for example, if DeGrom has back tightness, and if if he goes out and throws and, and it just comes back, right, and, and he can't he gets scratched and does not start tomorrow for the Mets, well, then you better believe I want to lock in the Braves at a plus price. So because I am picking Atlanta here, I selected for my bet to take action as long as Soroka pitches for Atlanta. I don't care about who pitches for the Braves because if it is DeGrom, I'm still backing Atlanta, but you better believe if it's not DeGrom, that makes me like the Braves even more. So always something important to specify. I normally, my preference is to just make sure that the pitcher I want to back is starting or the pitcher I want to fade is starting. So I will normally just opt for the one or the other option. I I rarely require both pitchers to start, and I rarely will take action if neither pitcher starts. So just something to consider there with sides. But I like the Atlanta Braves for a pick uh, on Friday afternoon, that game gets started at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Let's move forward uh, into the evening, and I am going to go to the American League Central. Or check that. I'm going to go to the American League East next. We're going to get back to the uh, American League Central in a minute. But uh, we have the Toronto Blue Jays visiting the Tampa Bay Rays. Blue Jays, a plus 148 dog. Rays are minus $1.58. Uh, and obviously, this stuff about the Blue Jays is pretty weird because we don't know where they're going to play their home games. Um, and this game, obviously, is in Tampa Bay. Uh, but this is going to get into one of the bigger, larger angles that I'm going to handicap here in my last three picks. Um, and it is the Blue Jays are a team with a lot of young players. Uh, and we know about Kevin Biggio and uh, Boba Shett and Vladdy Jr., right? And, and they're an exciting team uh, moving forward. Maybe not necessarily in 2020, uh, but you think about the rest of the 20s, Blue Jays could certainly make some noise and climb the ladder. But I want to gravitate towards, especially early in the season, backing teams with veterans, backing teams that have been there before, backing teams that I who I expect it might take less time to get into regular season form. And not just regular season form, but playoff form. Because here we are now in late July getting the season started. And as I said, every game holds two and a half times the value, basically. So we have a Tampa team here that is very innovative. A couple years ago started the opener strategy with a reliever pitching just the first inning normally, and has been to the playoffs a few times recently. Last year, took the Astros to five games in the American League Division Series. So, I think this is a Tampa team and a manager, Kevin Cash, who's a forward thinker, that is built 
to be thrown right into a, pl- a pennant chase like this. And kind of manages every game with an added level of importance anyway. So you have some more veterans and guys that have just been around the block for the Rays. And I think that's something that I really want to target early in the season. So I am backing the Rays here. I'm going to lay the price at minus $1.58. Charlie Morton, veteran pitcher, will start for Tampa Bay. Obviously, he is, I think, one of the more underrated arms in the game. So that's the Tampa side of this. But getting back to the Blue Jays and kind of how I look at them. I mentioned their youngsters. Their starting pitcher, Hinjun Ryu, is making his debut with the Blue Jays after coming over in free agency. And I mentioned DeGrom winning the Cy Young last year with the Mets. Ryu finished second in Cy Young voting uh, to DeGrom. Of course, Ryu, a member of the Dodgers last year. So, obviously a talented pitcher, but let's also remember what I've talked about with starting pitcher workloads. Hinjun Ryu, only once in the last five seasons, has thrown more than 150 innings. And it was last year. So this is a guy that has had durability concerns. And... This is a four-year, $80 million investment from the Blue Jays. And they're obviously hoping, as this guy's 33, that he ages well and they're getting what they got, what he gave the Dodgers last year. But as far as a single-game handicap tomorrow down at the Trop, I think they're going to be cautious with this guy. Injury history, big free agent signing, Seems like his workload has been increasing. But I don't like the spot for him going down to the drop. Not a ton of big names in the Rays lineup. But guys that have professional at-bats. Starting with G-Man Choi, normally, who's normally at the top of that order. And so, I'm not thinking that Ryu is going to get deep into this game. And I just think managerially, as I said, the Rays have found their ways to get the most out of their arms, even if Charlie Morton doesn't have it. So I'm inclined to think that this is a Tampa team uh, that is really built for a, a season like this. Tampa was first in Major League Baseball in bullpen ERA. And lastly, you know, I mentioned the Blue Jays. You know, they're young. All this noise about where they're going to play and the uncertainty of their season, I think that might have a little bit more of a mental impact on some of these guys that are very new to Major League Baseball. So, I like the Rays. I'm going to lay the price. Minus $1.58, Tampa is my third pick. I'm sorry. So that's under eight, San Francisco, LA, Atlanta Braves, plus 130. 
Tampa Bay Rays minus a dollar fifty-eight. We'll keep things moving. I mentioned the American League Central. That is where I'm going for my next pick on Friday night. It is the Minnesota Twins visiting the Chicago White Sox. And if you couldn't tell by what I was just getting at there with Tampa and veterans and players that have been there, done that, that's where I'm going with the Minnesota Twins, a short favorite, minus a dollar thirteen. I'm going to back them on the road on the south side of Chicago against Lucas Giolito and the Chicago White Sox. Obviously, Lucas Giolito, very talented young pitcher. And he was excellent last year against the Minnesota Twins. Opponents for the Twins, Twins hitters against Giolito last season, slashed 172, 217, 391. So lights out for Giolito there. But however, we have another case here. I think even more so than Tampa Bay and Toronto, where you have a Twins team that won the American League Central last year against a White Sox team that has a lot of young talent. There's a lot of hype. Could the White Sox in a short season with a lot of young hitters that are exciting, could they become the third horse in the race in the American League Central behind the Twins and the Indians? It's possible, right? But I think you're going to get a Twins team that wants to send a little bit of a message here. The White Sox have been getting a lot of buzz in the preseason. A lot of people like them. And there could be it could be for good reason. But between some of that hype around the White Sox and Lucas Giolito having gotten the better of them pretty much every time he faced them last year, I think you're going to get a Twins team, which has a lot of players coming back in what was the best lineup in baseball, basically, pretty much, last year, if we're being honest. It set a home run record. And they add Josh Donaldson in that lineup. I'm taking the Twins veterans to do enough on Lucas Giolito. And obviously, the Twins aren't necessarily throwing out a stiff against Giolito. We're getting Jose Barrios here, who is a really talented pitcher in his own right. So, for a Twins team that we know is going to hit... We're getting, you know, a, a, an all-star caliber arm here in, in Barrios. I mean, he made the all-star team the last two years in the American League. I'm going to be inclined at, at, at this short of a price, minus $1.13. Uh, I should say with little juice attached. A little more than three cents more than the standard, minus $1.10. I'm going to take the Twins here. As I said, best lineup in baseball against the pitcher they struggled last year. I'm I'm betting on the veterans for the Twins to have figured it out against Giolito and to at least do enough to get this game into the late innings with a lead where they have their super reliever, Taylor Rogers, waiting in the wings. So I like the Twins at minus $1.13 for my fourth pick here on Full Slate as we continue to look around some of the Major League Baseball opening day games. Let's lastly wrap things up out west uh, where I am going to take a look at the San San Francisco Giants. Still thinking Madison Bumgarner is in the Bay Area. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Madison Bumgarner's new team paying a visit to the San Diego Padres uh, in Southern California. And we have a Diamondbacks team here that I'm not necessarily saying is going to be challenge the Dodgers all the way to the final game of the season for the American National League West. 
But this was one of the bigger surprises last year in baseball. Remember, the Diamondbacks were not really expected to do a whole lot last year. They had moved Paul Goldschmidt, and they were just kind of a blah team, right? Like, we didn't really know what what they really had. And so, they end up having a really good season. They didn't make the playoffs, but they definitely overachieved. And I think this was one of the easier win total overs. They go 85 and 77. Now, obviously, that was still 21 games behind the Dodgers. So, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Diamondbacks are going to pick up all that ground this year. But they had a surprising season last year, to say the least. And I do, th- and they were in the wild card chase last year. I don't see any reason why they can't be in the wild card chase this year. Uh, and, of course, Starling Marte comes over. That's a big addition from the Pittsburgh Pirates into that lineup. Uh, so, you know, and Bumgarner is going to start for them atop the rotation. And I don't know how much he has left. We'll see how Bumgarner ages. But really what I'm getting at here and what, from a gambling perspective, what I'm so intrigued by is the fact that I'm getting the Arizona Diamondbacks at a plus price in this game. Plus 115, a short underdog. I can take the Diamondbacks. As I said, I have the veteran in Bumgarner on the mound. I have the new veteran addition installing Marte in the lineup. And yet, so it's another example when we consider who's pitching for the Padres, Chris Paddock, who's a talented young arm. And both Paddock against Arizona and Bumgarner against San Diego in 2019 fared well. But I'm always going to lean towards taking the veteran laden roster early on in this shortened season. And I think that San Diego, much like the White Sox, much like the Blue Jays, is an exciting team with a lot of young talent. Fernando Tatis Jr. is an amazing player. And there's a lot more talent coming in this minor league system. For the Padres. And can the Padres. Get all the way into wild card contention this year. In a 60 game season. I guess anything's possible. But we saw the Arizona Diamondbacks overachieve last year. And now I think they're just a better team. So. At a plus price. In. The season opener. I'm going to take. The Arizona Diamondbacks and the veteran. In Madison Bumgarner. That's another thing. Chris Paddock, Lucas Giolito, a couple of the pitchers were fading in these picks here. Young young stars, potentially, making their first opening day starts. Particularly going back to the White Sox and Giolito. How do they handle that, right? Because we know that there are there is some excitement for the Southsiders this year. I don't know that there's the same level of excitement for the Padres. I don't know if we're ready to think that they could get right in there with the Dodgers in the National League West and maybe the Diamondbacks as well, who I expect to be a contender again. 
But it's the same concept where expectations are starting to ramp up for the Friars. And how do the Padres there really, uh, how do they deal with it? And how does Chris Paddock show himself against a Madison Bumgarner who we know his credentials, right? So I'm always going to lean on the veteran side of things this year early on as well. I just think that those are going to be the teams that find their stride a little quicker. And not that the Diamondbacks are an old roster, but I mentioned the two players in this handicap in Baumgartner and Marte. Uh, and just the overall success that the Diamondbacks had last year. Uh, I am going to lean towards them and actually enough to where I'm going to make them a pick. They were 15 games better than San Diego in 2019. And we're getting the Diamondbacks at a plus price. I like it a lot. Arizona Diamondbacks plus 115 for my final pick here on Full Slate. So that's five picks to run you through opening night and opening day. Under eight, San Francisco Giants, Los Angeles Dodgers. Atlanta Braves plus 130 I got in at. Minus $1.58, Tampa Bay Rays. Minus $1.13, Minnesota Twins. And plus 115, Arizona Diamondbacks. Those are my five picks for the start of the baseball season. That'll do it here on Full Slate. My name is Greg Frank. I'll be back next week working on a guest for the NHL Stanley Cup qualifiers as they will get started next weekend. Sports are coming back in a big way. We're going to have a lot of sports to watch, which means a lot of sports to bet on. Thanks to our sponsor, Bet Online, And, of course, thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Uh, enjoy the baseball, enjoy the golf, enjoy the return of sports, and of course, please play responsibly.